Jewish audio on Kaban.org. Rambam, Mishnah Torah, Hilchas Shabbos, the laws of Shabbos, Pedic Shmona Osar, chapter 18. Continuing in the laws of Shabbos, 39th labor, carrying something from one domain to the other, transferring. The rule here, which is going to be discussed in this chapter, is when you engage in the violation of a law of Shabbos, there has to be a minimum in the amount of what you're doing. Every one of the malachas, basically the halacha says, how big does that item have to be? How much? And so on and so forth. For example, when it comes to writing on Shabbos, you have to write two letters. Every malacha has a minimum definition. Otherwise, it's not considered a malacha. Transferring or carrying also has to have a definition. How much, how big does the article have to be in order to violate this rule of not transferring from one domain to the other? The answer which we'll talk about is it has to bring benefit. It has to be beneficial. Okay, that's nice. How do you define beneficial? Give me a size. The answer is it's not one size fits all. <clears throat> Depends what you're carrying out. Different things are beneficial in different amounts. And that's what the whole chapter 18 is about. Hamaitz Aleph 1. Hamaitz if somebody transfers something from the private to the public domain, or from the public to the private domain, he's not liable, culpable, until he transfers an amount that is beneficial. It accomplishes a purpose. And as we will learn, the purpose which he wants to accomplish. Now, how much is that? The Eluhain Shiure Ha And these are the minimum amounts which makes one liable for transferring. What about Hamitsi Ochleodom if somebody takes food? Fit for a human being. What's the minimum of food fit for a human being <clears throat> that is meaningful and significant? Minimum. So we learned earlier, kigregris, the size of a dried fig. That's the minimum. And we learned earlier that the Rambam talks about the size of a dried fig, which is approximately a third of the size of an egg. Because eating something smaller than that is meaningless. So that's the minimum when it comes to human food. Kigregris, the size of a dried fig. Different foods combine with each other. That is provided that it has this size of the food itself. <coughs> Excuse me. 
I'm going to have a little tea. I made a bracha earlier. This minimum size of a dried fig does not include shells and seeds and stems and chaff and bran and all of that stuff. We're talking about the food itself, not the stuff which covers or protects the food. Base two, yayin, how much wine do we need to be significant to violate the rule of transfer? The answer is, one quarter of the size called the revius. And as we learned earlier, a revius is what we need to recite grace after meals. And once upon a time, the wine in Talmudic times was very strong. If you had a quarter of a revius of wine, you would mix it with three quarters of a revius of water, which is why the quarter of wine is enough to make a revius of drinkable wine. Nowadays, they say that this law doesn't apply because the wine is already mixed with water. So today it has to be the real full revius. I'm not talking so much about transferring, but in general, whenever we talk about are you allowed to add water to wine today, it's not so simple. And, and still maintain the minimum amount. What if it's congealed? Then you need the size of an olive. The milk of a kosher animal, the size, the minimum size for that would be gmiya, which he translates here as a gulp. And he says, a gulp means a cheekful. <clears throat> The milk of a non-kosher animal. Obviously, it's not enough. You can't talk about drinking or cheekfuls or gulpfuls because you can't eat it. It's not kosher. What would you do? You would use it for an application to the eye. So you need enough milk to apply to one eye. Mother's milk. Vilevin beitza, or the white of an egg. What would that be used for? Kidelitein b'meshifa. In order to put it in an ointment, because they used to put mother's milk, or the white of an egg in, ointment, in ointments. Shemen, oil. Kidelosach etz baktana, shalregel cotton ben yeme. Enough to anoint the small toe of a newborn infant. How do, how much do do you have to carry out to be liable? In order to serve as a base for an eye ointment, because they used to put do into eye ointment. And what about eye ointment? How much? In order to be able to mix it with water, because that's the raw eye ointment, mix it with water and apply it to the eye. How much water? Minimum is enough to wash the surface of a mortar. Dvash honey, enough to apply to the top of a wound. Dom blood, and other liquids, and all other sewage liquids. Kedai Revius, the size of a Revius. 
Okay, Gimel. By the way, we're going to have a test after this, so you have to remember all these things. Gimel, Teben, Tvua, Kimalepi, Pora. The minimum measurement for one which is liable for transferring. Straw from grain would be Kimalepi, Pora. A cow's mouthful. Teben, Kitni, a straw from beans. Kimalepi, Gomel. A camel's mouthful. If you took out the bean straw for the purpose of feeding it not to a camel but to a cow, then it's enough if it fills the mouth of the cow. Who ate under duress, because eating under duress, Shmo'achila is still called eating, which means it's not the perfect size, but it'll do. It's not the perfect food, it'll do. Because the cow prefers one type of straw. The camel prefers another type of straw. Here you're feeding the camel's straw to a cow. Amir kimelei pitlet. Straws from the ears of grain, a lamb's mouthful. Asovim, grass, kimelei pigdi, a kid's mouthful, a baby goat. Ale shumba ale psolim, leaves of garlic and leaves of onion, imhayulachim, if they were moist or fresh, kigregris, the size of the dried fig mentioned above. Because they're human food. If they're dried, they become animal food, kimale pigdi, as much as it takes to fill a mouthful of a goat, a baby goat. The ain mitstarfin. When you take out a combination of substances, the amount is not combined to be liable according to the more stringent measure of the two amounts. They should be combined according to the more lenient measure of the two amounts. Ketzad, what are we talking about? If you took out straw from grain and straw from beans... One is for the cow, the other is for the camel. If the two of them combined can fill the mouth of a cow, he's not liable. But for filling the mouth of a camel, so here's the more stringent definition, because the bean one feeds the camel. Anything similar regarding or relating to Shabbos laws has the same rule. You take the more stringent approach. Dalit for Hamitzi Eitzim wood. How much wood do you have to take out in order to violate the Shabbos law? Enough wood to cook a portion of a chicken's egg. The size of a dried fig. Trufa b'shemen, unasuna b'ilpos. When the egg is beaten and mixed with oil and placed in a pot, which means it doesn't have to have that much heat because of all that preparation that's already been done, which means very little wood. Hamaitzikana reads, kidelasis kulmus hamagil roches beisab, large enough to make a pen that reaches the top of his fingers. However if, however, if the reeds were thick or crushed, so they can't be used for a pen, now they could be used for kindling, the same measure as before, enough to cook that white of the egg. 
Ches hametzi tvolin kedei letabel beitza. Spices, the amount necessary to spice an egg. When it starts spices can be combined one with the other. Pilpel, pepper is very sharp. Kolshehu, even a tiny amount of pepper makes a difference. Itrin kolshehu, pine sap, even a little bit. Reyach tov, a powerful good smell, like a perfume. Kolshehu, a tiny amount makes a difference. Reyach a terrible smell. Kolshehu, a tiny amount makes a difference. Minei besomim, spices. Kolshehain, anything. Argomon tev. Fine purpled wool, koshehu, anything, sulas habered, achas, rosebuds, even the slightest amount, one, mine matoches hakoshim, hard metal, pieces from hard metal, like bronze or iron, even the smallest amount. If somebody has chips from the stones of the altar, or chips from the earth of the altar, which is holy, meaningful, significant, precious, or decayed scrolls, or their wrapping cloths, these are collector's items. So, being that these are precious, even the slightest amount, because they are entombed. And therefore, even the slightest amount should be entombed. Gacheles, a coal. Kol shehu, even the slightest coal, can produce heat. But if somebody carries out from one domain to the other, only a flame, a flame has no substance. Potter is exempt. Vov six, hamitzi, zareni, gino, adam, garden plants, that are not edible, not fit for human consumption, then one is liable for transferring a measure that's almost the size of a dried fig. Two cucumber seeds, two gourd seeds, Egyptian bean seeds, where are we here? Mizera Pearl Hamitri Shnaim Two Egyptian seeds Hamitsi Subin Kidelitna Pikur Shotzerfezov. If somebody transfers coarse bran, it's enough to op- to place on the opening of a crucible of a gold refiner. Which I guess is that what they use that for. Hamitsi Mursan Fine bran, it depends on the intent. If to each Shurik Gregus, the amount is a dried fig, for an animal feed, Shurikim Lake Pigdi, enough to stuff the mouth of a kid, Litzvia, to dye, for paint, Kede Litzvia, Begit Cotton, enough to paint a tiny garment, Lulve, Zrodin, Vecharuvim, buds of shrubs and carrot, carobs, if they're not yet sweet, the size of a dried fig. Once they become sweet, as much as it takes to fill the mouthful of a kid, a baby goat. How 
However, in contrast, loof, mustard, turmos, and all other foods which are pickled, whether they have become sweet or not, the measure for which one is liable is the size of a dried fig, seven zayin. in. When somebody transfers seeds, depends what the intent is. If to eat chamesh five, if to use for heating or fuel, then you go back to the wood, and it depends if it has enough to cook that slight white of the egg. If he's using it as a mathematical tool to count, two is enough. One, two. If planting, two is enough. What if somebody brings a particular grass, which is called hyssop grass? La'achlim for food, kigregis like the dried fig, la'behema for animal feed, kimalepigdi, as much as it takes to fill the mouth of the kid, la'etzim for fuel, kishiro etzim, as much as mentioned above, to cook that egg, la'hazoya for sprinkling, kishir hazoya, as much as the measure is accept- acceptable for sprinkling, ches, eight, hametzi, klipe agezim or klipe remenim, nutshells, pomegranate shells, Istis ufua ushar hatsvoyin. Isatis pua. Isatis, he says, is a substance which produces an indigo dye. Or nutshells and pomegranate shells are used to produce dyes. So these are dye items. The answer is, Kedei litzvoya bohen beget cotton. Kiswocha shamanichem abonois aureshayem enough to dye a small garment like a hairnet that young girls place on their heads. If somebody takes 40-day-old urine, which has a specific purpose, it's a cleaning agent back then, a Nesser Alexandria, Alexandrian Niter, or Burdis or Soap, Kimonia Ashlag or Menachim, Simonia Ashlag, uh, also cleaning agents or other kinds of cleaning agents enough to wash a young girl's net a person who transfers herbs that are soaking an amount sufficient to dye a sample for a weaver nine if somebody Transfers ink on a quill. The minimum size is enough ink to write two letters. But if he brought out the ink separate, not on the pen, not on the quill, or in an ink well, there has to be more than that. So that the ink could go on to the quill and then write two letters, which is more ink. By the way, there's an important halacha which we just glossed over here. You're talking about how much ink you have to carry out in an inkwell in order to be liable for violation of the law of Shabbos. I mean, for God's sakes, you just carried out the inkwell. The answer is the inkwell has no significance because it's only to contain the ink. So you're not liable for carrying out the inkwell. It means nothing to you. It's only the ink that you want. That's an example of something we find in the laws of Shabbos. But if the inkwell had enough ink to write one letter, and the quill had enough ink to write one letter, or 
the ink itself had one letter, and the quill had one letter, then we're unsure. If he took out enough ink to write two letters, and he wrote as he's walking, which means he never stopped, and we learned earlier that in order to be liable for violating the laws of transferring, you have to pick up and put down, and one way of putting down is to stop. So, did he have a hanocha? Did he put it down? The answer is, The fact that he wrote it on something, that's like putting it down. One letter and he wrote. Then he brought out a second letter and he wrote. Potter is exempt. Because the first one is missing. The ink of the first one is gone by the time he does the second one. If somebody takes... Like eye makeup, eye paint, whether it's for healing, or for cosmetics, enough to paint one eye. In a place where nobody paints one eye, it's two eyes or nothing. Until he has enough to paint two eyes. Tar or sulfur. In order to make a hole, and he explains here from Rashi that this is mercury, which is sealed closed with these substances. Afterwards, a hole is made in the sulfur or tar with a pin where the mercury can be poured, so enough to make that hole. Shive a wax, kidelitin api of cotton, in order to close a tiny hole with the wax. Debek glue, paste. In order to place at the head of a board to catch birds. Fat enough to grease a space the size of a cella under a cake in an oven. Clay, like red clay, enough to make a seal for a letter, which they used to use to seal letters. Teat, clay, enough to put on the opening of a crucible. Firm clay. I'm sorry. Coarse sand. No. Manure or fine sand, enough to fertilize a leak. Chayel gas, firm clay, enough to make the opening of a goldsmith crucible. Charsis, kdelasis pikur, shalzerfezov. I think that's the firm clay. Say your hair, enough to mix the clay to make an opening of a goldsmith's crucible. Seed lime, enough to apply to a girl's smallest finger. Offer for dust or ash, in order to cover the blood of a small bird. There's a mitzvah of kisui damba offer to cover the blood of a bird, so enough ash or dust. To do that, in order to throw it at an animal large enough where the animal will feel it. If it doesn't feel it, 
then it's not worth anything. Bomishko, Asara Zuzim, the weight of ten Zuzim. Cheres, a shard. In order to contain the size liquid of Eidavius. Twelve. A rope in order to be liable for transferring a rope. It's sufficient to make enough rope to make the handle for a container. Gemi kdelases tloi lenofa velichna. Reeds enough to make a hook to hang a sifter or a sieve. Hutsin kdelases esa lechvifa mitzris. Palm leaves enough to make a handle for an Egyptian basket. Siv kdelitain al mishpoich koton shalyayin. Palm best enough to use as a stopper for a small pitcher of wine. Muchin, unprocessed wool, kidelases be kadur keeges, enough to make a ball the size of a nut. Etzem, kidelases tarved, bone enough to make a spoon. Schuchias, glass, kideligra ba reish hakirker, enough to sharpen the point of a weaver's needle. Or to cut two threads at once. Thirteen. Somebody takes two hairs from the tail of a horse or a cow, he's culpable, he's liable. If he takes one bristle from a pig's back, he's liable. Fibers from a date palm, too. Chayre dekel, the bark of the date branches. Vehein klipe hachurias achas one. Mitzemer gefen umitzemer kolach. From cotton, from silk. Vetzemer gmalim barnovim bechayishabohem. Camels wool, rabbits wool, wool from an animal of the sea. Ushar kol hanitvin, or any other fibers which can be spun. Kedei lahatvis chut erech arbatvachem. Enough to spin a thread of four hand breadths long. If somebody transfers cloth, sack, or leather, the same minimum measurements that apply to ritual impurity, which we talk about in the laws of ritual impurity, also apply with regard to transferring on Shabbos. The size of a cloth, which is liable for transferring is three finger breadths, by three finger breadths, like ten inches by ten inches. Hasak arbo al arbo, sackcloth is four by four, like more like twelve inches. Ha'er chamisha al chamisha, more like fifteen, sixteen inches. Leather, fourteen. I'm uh, the hand a finger. I'm sorry, the uh, hand breadth we talked earlier is three point one five inches. 14. If somebody takes animal hide that has not yet been processed, it's still soft, the amount to be liable for is enough to wrap a small weight the size of a shekel. If it was processed, in the processing part, salt has been applied to it. But the other part of the processing we, looked, we talked about in the laws of Tfilin, Mezuzah and Torah, the, the flour has not been put, the golna juice. 
the measure, minimum measure is enough to make a covering of an amulet. If a flower has been applied to it, but it was not yet processed with the gallnut juice, then you need enough to be able to write a bill of divorce on it, which is 12 lines. Once it's finished, five handbreadths by five handbreadths. Fifteen. A finished piece of parchment, enough to write the portion of the Shema until Bisharecha. The inner part of the parchment, which was used back then to write mezuzahs, enough to write a mezuzah. Nior, paper, enough to write. Two letters for a custom officer's receipt. You go through customs, they give you a receipt. doesn't have to be very big. Bigger than our letters, but not massive. If somebody who takes this receipt out, he's culpable. Even though you already showed it to the customs agent, what good is it? What use is it? It's over. Because it's proof and you keep it, which are important papers. What if somebody takes a promissory note that says paid, or paper that's been erased? So does that have any meaning for transferring, for culpability? As long as it's enough to wrap around a small flask of perfume, then it has meaning. And if it has enough white area, clean area, to write a receipt of the customs receipt, Again, he is liable. Written with bigger letters than the average. 16. A person who takes out an animal, a wild animal or fowl, even though they're alive. And there is a principle that says, a living thing carries itself. And you don't need to carry a living thing. So you would think you're not culpable. Here he is culpable. Even though it's a living thing, there's various opinions. But man, Chai, who is living, is not considered a burden. Biblically, you can carry a man because he carries himself. Rabbinically, of course, that's not kosher. But if he was tied or ill, then it's a burden. Then he's liable. A woman can walk her son, we can walk a baby, as long as he's able to lift one leg at a time, we can guide him along. That's not considered carrying. What if he carries a living child and the child has a purse hanging around his neck? He's liable because of the purse. You don't say that the purse is secondary to the child, and if you're not culpable for the child, you're not culpable for the purse. But if he took out an adult, even though he's wearing clothing and rings, he's exempt, because everything is secondary or subsidiary to an adult, and by Torah law, an adult carries himself. But he had his clothes folded on his shoulder. The guy is liable. If somebody takes a living grasshopper out, no matter how small, 
If it's living, he's culpable. A mace, if, he, if it's dead, then it's edible. Kagregris, the size of a dried fig. There are some grasshoppers, by the way, which are kosher, if you're wondering about kosher. Tzipedes, not nowadays, but technically. Tzipedes kromim, ben chaya, ben mesa, kol shehu. Uh, the birds of a vi- the bird of a vineyard, even the smallest amount, whether living or dead, of course it's used for medicinal purposes. Anything else used for medicinal purposes, that my, most minute amount has meaning. A corpse or roadkill or a creepy crawly thing. As much as it takes to become impure from them, that is the liability of carrying them. Mason Avela, a corpse, is kazayas the size of an olive. Vesheretz kadosha. And a crawling animal the size of a lentil, as discussed in the laws of purity and impurity. 19. Hoyasham kazayas mitzumtzum. If there was the exact olive sized portion, and he took half out, because he accomplished something. What did he accomplish? He accomplished that now that will no longer cause impurity, because he cut it in half. But if he took a half of a olive size, from a one and a half olive size amount, pottery is exempt, because that original portion can still cause impurity. The same law applies to any other laws of impurity. If you undo the potential of impurity, that's one thing, but if you don't, then you've accomplished nothing, and you've taken less than the Minimum amount. 20. When does this rule apply when he transfers just like this? But if somebody transfers for the purpose of planting, or for medicine, or for sample, or anything meaningful where the amount doesn't matter, then the slightest amount has meaning, and you're fulfilling your intent, and Shabbos is all about intent. Somebody stores something for the purpose of a seed, or for medicinal purposes, or as a sample. And then he forgot why he stored it. And he brought it out from one domain to the other, without intent. Then the slightest amount makes him culpable. Because he goes back to his original first thought, which he doesn't even remember right now. And those were first thoughts for planting, for healing, or sample, which have no minimums. Or shadhod, but other people, and chayov ma'olev, you go back to the original meaningful minimum. The guy who already took it out. If he threw it into a storeroom, even though its place is recognizable, he undoes the intent of the original guy, if he put it back, he would have to do the minimum. Something that people do not store away, it's not fit to be stored away. For example, Dam Hanida, menstrual discharge, if somebody stored it and brought it out, 
he's culpable because he had a reason. Or shot out the between all about anybody else who doesn't have that reason is exempt. Because you only are culpable if you transfer something that's fit to be stored and taken out. Twenty-three. What if somebody transfers a half of a minimum? For example, you need the dried fig size, and he takes a half a dried fig size. Potter, he's exempt, it's forbidden, but he can't be liable. Anybody who does any of this stuff, half of the minimum size, he's exempt. Which means it's forbidden, but he's exempt. You can't be punished for it. If he brought out a half of minimum size, then he did the second half. Chayev, because they add up. If he picked up the first half before he put down the second half, it's as if it was burned in root and he's exempt. If he took out a portion of the minimum and put it down, and then he took the second half, and Carried it over the first within three hand breaths. Chayev, he is guilty, he is culpable. Shamavir, because carrying over kmishinich agabamashu, it's as if you put it down as long as it's within three hand breaths. Avalim zoki, but if he threw it, ain't chayev akshinok shamagabamashu, it has to land on something. Heitzi chatzishir bechazav heitzi chatzishir behalamachas. If he brought half of a minimum amount, and then brought the second half, and he was unaware until he finished the deed. The Shusachas to one domain, Chayab is culpable. The Shtei is to two domains, if there is between them a domain which one is culpable for, Potter, then he's exempt, but forbidden. If there was a rabbinic domain, then it becomes like one domain, and he's obligated to bring a sin offering if he did it inadvertently. 25, if he brings out less than the minimum amount, before he put it down, it became enlarged, it, swole, it swelled or it grew, and it has the original amount that's required, or he takes the right amount out, before he puts it down, and is now less than that amount, Potter is exempt. If somebody takes the dried fig amount out to eat, but some kind of trunk, before he put it down, and his intent was to plant or for healing, which we learned earlier, has no minimum. He's culpable as he was thinking at the time that he put it down. But if he took out less than the dried Fig size for planting, before he put it down, he says, nah, I'm not going to plant this, I'm just going to eat it. Pottery is exempt, because it's not enough for eating. But if it expanded, before you put it down, and it becomes that dried fig size, before he decides to eat it, he's culpable, even if he didn't think, he's culpable for the thought of carrying it out, even though, it's not 100% consistent. 27. If he took the dried fig size out to eat with some kind of trunk, then it expanded before he put it down. We're unsure. 
whether this has liability or not. Zarak Kazayas Achlan the base Tome, if he took a olive size of food and threw it into the house, a house which is impure, and this became part of other foods, and it all became larger, the size of an egg, then we're not sure whether he has that obligation for the olive size, because it accomplished something, it caused impurity to occur. Or not, and finally 28, if somebody brought out less than the standard measure, even though he brought it out in the vessel, shouldn't you be culpable for the bringing out the vessel? The answer is, Potter, no. He's exempt. Because this vessel becomes a subsidiary to that which is in the vessel. He's not intending to bring the vessel out. Only the contents. There is no minimum amount in the contents. Therefore, he's exempt for the vessel as well. Therefore, he takes out a living person, not bound in a bed. person is alive. We say that you're not biblically culpable for carrying a living person because he can carry himself. Potter, Apalamita, is exempt for the bed as well. Even though, hey, he took out a bed. Shamita Tfelele, because the bed becomes a subsidiary to the living person. Similarly, all other examples. Hamitzi, Kupas, Harechlin. If somebody transfers a perfumer's box, even though there are many types of perfumes and scents, even if he brought it out in his hand, he only is culpable for one, he took out from one domain to the other once, and would be obligated to bring one sin offering, even though he has a bunch of scents. Okay.